Hey, 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 you're now tuned in to Underdog Talk. I'm your host, Eric Jones Jr., the underdog with the heroic heart, and I have conversations with successful underdogs. And today I have Miss Geneva Wright. How are you doing today? Good, how are you? I'm doing okay. I'm doing all right. I'm hungry a little bit. Okay, so after we get done, we got to go get something to eat. Yeah, I'm starving because okay. I just got off work. And then lunch today, because I work at a school, and the lunch lady was like, mm-mm, you don't, no, mm-mm. I was like, oh, okay. And I went and got some salad, and yeah, salad, cool, but it ain't fulfilling. I'm fat. <laughs> you know, I don't yeah. know where you're saying you fat at, but okay. Okay, I'm skinny fat. Okay. Yeah, okay. I definitely will eat you out of house and home. I just don't gain no weight. I'm lucky. No, no weight gain. So, um... We're going to start off with a fun fact. Okay. So, ladies first. Okay. A fun fact about me? Yeah. Okay. A fun fact about me is I love to work out. We know that. That's not like... Fun fact is something like people don't kind of know. How would you... Okay. We know you work out. We'll see your video. You'll be working out. Okay. So, do you know that I got... Like, I love Starbucks cups, too. Like, you collect them? Like, I collect them. Like, I got about... 60 of them. Oh. Yeah, yeah you c- really collect mm-hmm. them. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, now, fun fact about me. Ooh, um, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not going to say that. Uh, what is a fun fact about me? Um... Hmm. I always got to think of new ones. Since you got on green, when I was, before my favorite color was red, it was green. I love green. For I would say I still do because my favorite teams are mainly green teams. I like the Celtics and the Packers. Okay. So, so mine is vice versa. It's crazy. My favorite color is red. Mine is too. Okay. And then because of my brand. Green. green. My brand is red. Red. I had to make the sign red. I was like, I love red. Just, I don't know. Green, money. Yeah, it it wasn't about money. It was just really, I don't know. I just like green because I remember uh, I had some forces. I had I had green in the pants. I was, oh, yeah, I was killing it back. I remember my little outfit. But I just liked green back then, and I don't know. I mean, money always was around, but, yeah, like, it was just green. Mm-hmm. That's my fun fact. I always got to think of new ones. It'd be hard because I, I mean, think I'm on. I guess so. You on episode 90. Uh, yeah, okay. but I just started it because I was like, I got to add some stuff. So I got some other stuff in here, too. Okay. Um, so be ready. Um, <laughs> let's get to you're a mompreneur. Is that how you say it? Mompreneur. Mompreneur. I said preneur. I don't know. Don't mind me. I'm sleepy. Uh, but I want to know your background before you was where you at. Like when, say, when you like first had your first child. Like, back then. Like, give us a little preview of where life was and how it looked for you. Okay. So, I had my first child when I was 16 um, from South Bend, Indiana. So, I could remember uh, having him and him having a birth defect. Mm -hmm. It was called uh, Hirschsprung Syndrome. So, part of his colon was defective. So, we had to come down to Riley for a month for them to take out the bad part of his colon. And here I am, 16, mm. in Indianapolis by myself, standing around the McDonald house. Shout out to the Ronald McDonald house. 
and just trying to figure out, you know, how my life was going to be at that point in time. I'm a new mom and I'm still a child. So uh, that's kind of how it started. I had my first child when I was 16, so I became a mom. And from that point, it wasn't about me anymore. It was always about my child. Mm. That's like just thinking you being 16 and have like something like complications with your child. Because my mom, she was she wasn't 16. She was I think she was 24. But back in the day, like in the 80s, like she didn't know, you know, hey, surprise. Now they like, hold on, wait, you're, what, what is this? No, I'm one out of a million. So there's like, nobody's seen me. They didn't know what to do. So I just imagine you being 16 and like having to go to somewhere, a whole new hospital, figure stuff out. As a grown person going to the hospital, you still, uh, what what I need and all this. But you, like you said, it, it, it wasn't about you anymore. When you become a parent, it's like, oh, you out the window. Um, so... When you had your first child, because I I know some people that had their child early. How how did life how did life go for you? Was you like before the baby? You're sixteen. You in school having fun, going now. Boom! Now you got a baby. What what is like? So I will say I've always had a great mom and mm-hmm. stepdad. So I jumped off the porch early. Uh, mm-hmm. In my opinion, my mom <laughs> was busy taking care of my grandmother, and as you know. Back in the day, you didn't put Big Mama in the nursing home. Nah, nah. So they took shifts. So I took advantage of that. And yeah. I was sneaking out the house and just doing stuff I didn't have no business doing. But I've always had a supportive mom. So got pregnant, uh, worked two jobs from 50, at 15. Um, I worked in the morning at McDonald's. And then in the afternoon, I worked at MCO Cafeteria to start saving money because I was going to be a parent. So I still graduated on time. Uh, My mom, like I said, was my support system. I didn't have to put my child in daycare. Uh, We all, between her, myself, and my stepfather, rearranged our schedule to where my son didn't have to go to child, didn't have to go to a daycare. So it's always been a blessing. So it was just me wanting to be grown, wanting to be grown and wanting to grow up faster, you know, and so if I could do it over again, I probably definitely would have waited until I was more experienced, but it definitely molded me and made me the woman that I am today. So my kids are always first, no matter what. My work ethic is phenomenal. I'm going to outwork you because at the end of the day, I got other people depending upon me. It's not about me. And I always want to be a parent or a mom that my kids can be proud of. So I try to carry myself in that manner for sure. So life was good. Like I didn't come from, you know, a, a abusive home or anything like that. Like my mom right now to this day is a great individual, a great mom. I just texted her and told her, you know, that we're blessed to have her because a lot of people don't have that support system. Now she gonna tell you if you wrong, but she's mm. still gonna come up with a yeah. solution. You yeah. know, by the by the time y'all done, you done telling her. And it was a situation that I just had, and we just having a general conversation, and I'm explaining to her an opportunity that had presented itself. And before I could even finish the conversation, she already came up with a solution. I'm like, Mom, I'm just talking to you about it. I don't need help, mm-hmm. you know. But the fact that even now I'm 43 and she's still willing to give me a helping hand, you don't find that too often, you know. Yeah. So I came from a very good background. Like my mom, like I said, is that's where I feel like I get it from as far as being a mom, like a real mom, because we know there's yeah. some moms out there yeah. that don't put their kids first, but not my mom. So I had a very good example. And then she's been married for 26 
plus years probably. Uh, so my stepdad was a truck driver and he's a phenomenal man too. So he also gave me that that example of how a man is supposed to take care of his family. So I definitely can appreciate both of them. Shout out to your parents. My mom still, my mom, my dad is an old school dad. He, he going to help. He conversation and, you know, he's kind of old school dad. We have a better relationship than we did. My mom. Yeah. She going to support. Like you said, she going, she might cuss me out, but she going, you know, help. So I have a question and I, I was talking to my mom about this. Um, is your mom, more a loving grandmother did she like forget about you or she still includes you like you know when these our parents had the grandkids they forgot about us is that the same for you you what you mean when you say she forgot about you like you're not important no more yeah in a sense not 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 (laughs) all the way with that because it don't seem... No, I'm not. I, I can tell. Yeah, I'm okay. hurt. And my mom said, told me to mind my business. Yeah. Because... It's she, not your time no more. I know. But no, when it was my time, we didn't go... We not. We didn't do none of the stuff. It's I'm, not the same. I'm, I know. I'm still hurt about it, though. I am still. Okay. The, the main reason... I'm going to stay on track, but the main reason... They used to go to the Bulls games. Michael Jordan played. Mm-hmm. Not once. Not once. As much as I love basketball, as much as if you know me and knew me as a kid, I love basketball. And they didn't take me once to see Michael Jordan. Michael, the GOAT. MJ, they went a couple times. My dad, best friend, had, was like had tickets, so they went. And I never mean. I was just hurt. It, it wasn't enough tickets, probably. No. Oh, he had money. He was a dentist. <laughs> Not a dentist. He's an eye doctor. He's an eye doctor. He got money. Okay. Bread it. Okay. Got bread. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're going to leave that alone. Yeah. <sighs> I'm going to get into my questions. <laughs> hmm. I'm really hurt. And then it seemed like, you know, some people agree, like, you know, they with me. And then here you go. Not agreeing because your mom's just the best mom. Oh, my mom's still the best mom, but she's a better grandma. Yeah. They I'm are. hurt. They are. It's just maybe I just I don't want to rush grandpa, grandpahood, But mm-hmm. yeah, I just. Maybe. I don't know. But, okay, let's go to the questions. As a single mom, you face a lot of the adversity, obstacles, doubt. How, well, I think I kind of tell what maybe the answer would be, but let's see. How were you underestimated early in your journey? And it doesn't have to be back when you were 16, like when you first started your journey onto where you are now. Like, how were you underestimated early? Even starting back then that I wasn't going to graduate because I was a teen mom. I still graduated and went to college. I would say just underestimated because my journey was a little different. I had four children. I had my first one by one man, a phenomenal father, never incarcerated, anything like that. So he was always in my older son life. Then my second son his father was incarcerated. So it was just me again, like literally being a single mom, not having nobody to reach out to. I really didn't have a supportive family from the father's side. So that's another adversity. So now here you are with two kids. Um, Third and fourth child, their father, same father, but got incarcerated for 15 years, career criminal. So now here I am, four kids, two baby daddies gone, for five, six plus years. So it's like 
jumping over one hurdle and then it's like you get to breathe and then here comes another hurdle and then here comes another hurdle. Two of the children's birthdays is in December, December 19th and December 20th. So just imagine that stress <laughs> in December. <laughs> and at that point in time, not, not being able to figure out a strategy to where I wasn't stressed out. I wasn't crying. I wasn't trying to figure out how I'm going to do birthday, how I'm going to do Christmas, because again, they dad gone. So I would say that those are the, the, some of the adversities that I faced. And once I started learning finances and understanding money, okay, now put this money to the side for when you know those times are going to come up that it's going to be tight. As you know, being a dad, Christmas is normally tight, birthdays, and back to school. So I had four in school at, at the same time, and it was in August, my birthday in August. So, again, that's why I had to learn money Guilty. management. I'm a Leo. Oh, yes. Okay, go ahead. Yes. Keep mm. your comments. Mm-hmm. Leos are mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Just yeah. go. <laughs> I didn't mean to interrupt. Yep. Mm. So, yeah. So, learning, I had to learn money management because if I couldn't manage my money, then who was I going to depend on? It was just me out here. So, I will say along my journey, those were some of the adversities that I faced was understanding money and, and having a relationship with money for sure. Yeah. I, I definitely, yeah. Um yeah, December ain't really fun for you. Um, woo, just yeah. But see, to be honest, me, shout out to my kid's mom because she's the holiday person and she gonna make sure I'm not big on holidays. I think more so because I didn't, it wasn't a holidays wasn't like that for me. So uh, I never really get into them. Like I, Birthday, I be cool. I kind of like birthday. I don't really like birth. I don't like cake, so birthday cakes don't really excite me. But I just never was like that. So it's kind of different for me when it comes to this. Like, y'all better tell me what y'all want. Y'all don't tell me. I'm not going and, ooh, let's see what they want. No, that's just not. And that's just, and I'm learning as I go along. But when I was with their mom, it kind of helped me understand it more. But when I ain't around, I be, hey, I my son ain't gave me no, you ain't gave me no list. You ain't give Santa Claus no list. You gave Miss Claus a list. You ain't give Santa Claus, sir. I don't know what to tell you. And then he, and then it's like, it's more so of y'all don't, y'all ain't communicating with me. So y'all ain't communicating. I'm not going to read your mind and go get y'all nothing. So it's kind of a good and bad thing, but I'm just not big on those. But I definitely, yeah, the birth, ooh, yeah. And That's my a, mom's birthday too is in December. Oh, oh you, yeah. ooh. You saving? You've been saving, right? Yeah. Okay. Because yep. if I, I, the kids, they still kind of young. You could, oops, I ah, get them a card or something. But mom, yeah. Well, now mine's at sixteen or seventeen. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, see, listen, I'm telling you, I ain't, my dad didn't get me nothing. <clears throat> nothing. Nah, it's rough out here in these streets. You know, uh, the times were different. You know what I'm saying? And I think financially, it's it's a lot different too. Yeah, because. I was when I was talking to my mom. She's like, "You didn't took him to game. I didn't see you take him to game." I was like, "Yeah, but I think it's because we're from Michigan City, so it's small here. You can go to, you could look up on some Pacer tickets. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you go on the right app, you can get them for the low. You might be sitting high, but you in the building. So yeah, I, I definitely could see that times are a little different, or I think more resources." Definitely. More Definitely resources more to where where we're able to do that. And we probably make it more too. So the budget I'm is I'm not. I'm different. in education. I don't. Yeah, education mm. is a little rough. Back. And I think that that is uh, so mm. unfortunate because it's mm. a service that's needed. You guys are working with the future of tomorrow. So, mm. you know, it's, 
that was one of the things, honestly, that deterred me from going into public service was because of the pay, honestly. And and you you're needed. So kudos to you. Hats off to you. Thank we you. appreciate you. Thank you. I know it's a, a job going in there and dealing with other people's children. Mm. You don't know how they you know home life is, and they might bring that home you know to school Ooh. to you. Mm. So yeah, <laughs> we appreciate you being. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, it's and I always like now that I'm in it. It's like why don't teachers like what is the reason why like without teachers everybody. 90% of what everybody in the world wouldn't know how to read or write. And it's like, that just don't make sense that they get paid the least, got to do the most, got to work extra, got to spend your own money on stuff, the money you don't get. But it was never my journey. I didn't go to school for I went to school for computers. Mm. And I uh, worked at a call center, um, the food stamp office, one of the funnest, craziest jobs. It was fun. But uh, I got fired because I was speaking and I was missing. That's when I first started speaking. And I'm I'm getting gigs. I'm like, I'm going to speak. I want to do this. This is what I, I like to talk. So I ended up getting fired. And a lady from my church was like, yeah, we got a um, position at the school. And I've been there ever since. And as I'm going on my seventh year. And it's like, God, what, what's going on here, sir? <laughs> like, what, what are we doing here? But I see my impact throughout the mm-hmm. throughout the school and it's not a lot of black men in the schools. And I say this, I've been saying this a lot. I can't wait till I'm out of education because I'm going to tell it all of how we get treated and why we don't want to work in the school. It takes some special brothers. Shout out to all the men that work in education because it takes some special brothers because it ain't the kids. It's the parents a little bit, but it's the people we work with. Mm. That's all I'm going to say. And do you think it's just them not being able to effectively communicate the right way? Oh, yes, they... They paint a picture in their head or they get a perception of you off of maybe how you deal with the kids or how you interact with people. Never have a conversation. Never, hey, how you doing? You know, people walk by, hey, how you doing? That's the comment. But no, hey, how you doing? Are you good? If people really knew how, I mean, everybody go through stuff, but how hard it is to be a black man going through stuff outside, then coming in, you have to deal with other people's kids. Then you got to deal with people that judge you off of your color of your skin, really. And it sucks. It, it sucks. It's, it, but it's not about them. It's about the kids. And it, it sucks that we have to deal with that. But I think like we were just saying, times is different to where now you can still work in the schools, but you ain't got to be in the classroom. You ain't got to deal with those people because speaking and having different programming or like you having financial literacy in the schools, you can still do that and make an impact and go home. Mm-hmm. And you make more than teachers, which is crazy. That's for another subject. <clears throat> so we're going to go to the next question because that's, yeah, we could talk about, I could talk about education. Yeah. All, 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 I can too. Yeah. My mom's an educator. In my shout family. out to, shout out to all the OG educators, mm-hmm. like the real ones that really care about the kids. Like for real, because like somebody, like you said, kids come to school and they be looking, whew, and it take, come here, come here, girl. Mm-hmm. Come on. Let me get you together. Yeah. I can't do hair, but I, I will send you to a teacher. Trust me, I will. Yeah. Yeah. My sister, uh, like I said, my mom is an educator. She works in the juvenile justice center. Mm-hmm. So she deals with children, you know, that have different issues all the time. And my sister is a sixth grade teacher mm. and she'll run Ooh. into situations Ooh, just man. like you're explaining where kids just don't have it. So what we've done is got together a closet mm-hmm. for her Ooh, where we have hy- hygiene mm-hmm. things where she tells us in the group chat, like, hey, we need this, this and this. 
and we'll make sure that she can get them together because that's so important because we know how kids can be. They can be so cruel. Mm. And we we didn't experience that because our mom made sure that we was together. Mm. But nowadays, a lot of these kids are yeah. raising themselves, their parents not even there when they leave for school to even make sure that they they do they, they dressed. I so. see it, and the crazy thing is, it's uniforms. Like, how you looking like that uniforms? But shout out to y'all. I'm not gonna say the teacher name. See my friend on Facebook. I don't care if she hear this. She was so fucking evil. She used to call kids out, ooh, girl, you musty, or this, this, and that. And, you know, as kids, we we kind of thought it was funny, but now being a teacher, that was fucking evil. And I hope she hear that. But anyways, because thinking of people like you or me, I see a kid, oh, you need a coat? Hey, how can we, let's put this kid on the list, or how can we, what size she wear? Like, I'm going to go, y'all need some backpacks, y'all good? Or, or I can tell the kids they need the extra, go ahead, take that snack, go ahead, hey, hey, come holler at me at the end of the day. Cause you never know what kids going through, and for teachers that are like that, I don't. I can't say. Yeah, they don't need to be teaching. Yeah. Like, and then it's crazy because they be teaching forever. She, I don't think she's still teaching, but she was one of the worst teachers. Like one of the worst teachers because now that I think about it, being a teacher, the way that she used to talk to us and roast us, Lord knows I wish we like we did talk back. But if we could talk, if we could sit down and have a roasting session now, like just because how. There's people out there that treat kids like that. The kids ain't do it. The kid, we, they didn't do it. Like I be trying to tell kids, y'all think it's funny to talk about me. You think I, you think I enjoy having a disability. You think I, I'm, I'm just cool with it. You don't think I was like, hey God, you think, hey, you think you could, or I was in the womb like, hey God, make make me look different. So you know, no, it's just how life the cookie crumbles. But you don't talk down to a kid. Like, I, I, like, that really pissed me off, and I'm glad y'all, like, y'all said y'all got a closet, so they, hey, yep, come on, because it's kids, sixth graders, oh, there's some sixth graders raising mm -hmm, themselves. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, I can see it, but shout out to your sister, because them six, six through, them middle schoolers, who they got yes. some mouths, who, Lord, yes. and, these and little, the girl, the little girl, ooh, when I tell you, I'll be like, mm, 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 mm. Go ahead. I can only okay. imagine. Ooh. But yeah, no. Oh, girls. Yeah. She talks about, you know, she shares some stories about different yeah. things like that. And it's it's so crazy how advanced they are now. Now, I know that, like I said, I jumped off the porch, but now it's it's 10 times Yeah, they, worse. they jump off the porch early. They don't have no choice, though. They, because <laughs> they don't have a, a good role model, in my opinion, an example of how a woman is supposed to carry herself or conduct herself on a daily basis, depending mm -hmm. upon how what her job, her mom does. Yeah, you got to be present. You have to be there for these kids, and that's one thing that I pride myself on is making sure that I am there. So even from my oldest son, he's twenty seven. He just um, got on house arrest. I made sure I was at every court date. I, you have to give them that support. Yeah. You have to, no matter where they at in life. Parent kids need their parents. Yep. So even just as as an as a youth, you you need that guidance. You need somebody to pull you on, to tap you on your coat, to, uh, and say, "Hey, you're not doing this right. You need to be doing it this way." I'm not my my kids' friends. I'm not. God did not bless me with you to be your friend. I'm your mom, so mm -hmm. I am here. I have a role to play. 
I have things that I have to do. And along the way, he blesses you with other people, mm-hmm. you know, aunts, uncles, teachers, you know, because I'm pretty sure somebody at your school that's looking at you as a father figure or a dad or yeah, uncle yeah, or a brother. Way, yeah. So so he just places those people in your life, in my opinion. So yeah. educators, y'all, y'all are undervalued. Y'all really the underdogs, but y'all definitely, y'all, y'all the goats. Yeah, thank you. And I, I like what you just said, like, even though your son got in trouble, you was there. Because sometimes we forget, no matter how old our kids are, but even when they're in their 20s, they're still kind of kids. And they're going to make mistakes. We made mistakes. It can't, you can't be like, why would you blah, 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 blah. No. You don't remember when you, maybe, and then you can't be that parent that didn't do nothing but don't expect your child to do nothing. That's crazy. Because I know I was cutting up. My mom, she, she, she cut up because the life that, the, that she was dealt some of the stuff she had to do to make it through. But it's like, yeah, I was just cutting up to be cutting up. And then now I got kids and I got one in college and it's like, all right, I ain't about to harp on you. Just be safe. Mm -hmm. These are some of the things that you need to pay attention to. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't go over here. Keep, keep your friends. Don't be, uh -uh, don't do that. And that's what you got to do with your kids to make sure that they'll come to you. It's a different type of parenting at that age. Yeah. Now they they kind of on their own. Yeah. So it's more of, and you don't want to say, I told you so. Yeah. So you want to listen. Yeah. Yeah. And then you want to give them feedback. And depending upon what the situation is, you want to give them examples so that way they can look at it from different angles and different perspectives. Yeah. That's how I like to parent. Even now, my son can call me. I'll let him rant, say whatever he got to say. And then I'll say, well, did you think about it this way? Or maybe they reacted because you said it this way. How did you text it? Did you use all caps? You know, you you gotta you gotta get down. So and, you hit with the texting, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She said, did you use all caps and all that? Yeah, you hit with it. <laughs> okay. Because it makes a difference. Yeah. And sometimes if you see that text message going the wrong way, you gotta cut it off. Hey, yeah. I think this is going the wrong way. This is time for us to have a conversation. Yep. You know, so it's just those type of ways that you parent. So even you know, like you said, your child is 18 in college. It's not over. And a yeah. lot of people are like, I can't wait for him to get 18 and they grown. It don't stop. No, it's, that's when it gets scary. Yes. Because they gone. Now they think they grown. Mm-hmm. And you ne- the world we live in, you never know. Like what could go on or who the wrong party or whatever. Like it's nice nah, where, like you said, we not y'all friends. But you can come talk to me about anything. Definitely. Like, don't be scared to talk about anything. Like, I tell my son that. And because he's a mama's boy and he going to lean on his mama. Bro, if you got a problem with me, come talk to me. Like, don't go holler at your mama and then misinterpret what you telling her to make it, you know, to feel a certain way. And then now it's friction when it didn't need to be. You just come holler at me. And then we, you know, now if we need her to mediate or whatever the case or get in however we might need her then then but i try to teach them him that because i don't never want him not to come talk to me him to feel like a certain way or like i coach him in basketball i want you to to not be able to express yourself as your as me and your as being your dad now on the court is i'm your coach but off the court i'm your dad so come holler at me mm-hmm. tell me what and that's what you have to be with your kids and we didn't like when we was kids we didn't no nah, it wasn't no talk it wasn't no it wasn't no it wasn't no explaining it wasn't no it was oh that. wait a minute wait 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 wait, <laughs> wait can i talk no and then, then you got to talk to while he's getting whooped there's a lot of that's why our mental health 
It ain't they fault. We ain't gonna blame them. We're gonna blame the generation. We ain't gonna blame grandma either. We're gonna blame generations after before them. But that really like it's crazy how you're a parent and you really look at it like, no, nah, I ain't gonna whoop you. Let me talk to you. what's wrong with you? Because we don't give kids grace. We forget that they're human. Mm-hmm. Because they're kids, they not supposed to do nothing wrong. But we're setting examples and we're showing them something wrong every day, then what they gonna do? So I, that was a good that's a good little conversation about, you know, motherhood, parenting and fatheringhood. So <clears throat> this is not a new segment, but it is bringing it back. It's, you won't believe this. So you won't believe this is I, I thought of it when I well, I used to live in the ghetto <clears throat> and I would see all kind of crazy stuff like I'm talking about crazy stuff and so i would you won't believe this so um or it's social media or whatever in the world is crazy so i'm going um my you won't believe this is um dwight howard uh he got caught up with um some interesting some interesting things uh with it yep he got caught in is real isn't is the 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 article is real graphic. Mm-hmm. It's real, yeah. Remember the name of the person? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. We not. Yeah, I, I just gonna say. And to be honest, though, when you think about the media, we've been seeing a lot of him positive stuff. Him trying to get back in the league. Him, I didn't see him on Country Wayne. I seen him on commercials. Now here come the negative. Just like the ball head. She her 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 media came out because she has a book. And she nobody, wants every, she wants to read it. Everybody's ooh well da 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 da. But guess what? What when at the book release? Who was there? He was. Of course. Because people ain't married. They don't know nothing about that. But those are my two. That's not you know because you're not gonna get away from this. You gotta you won't believe this. It could, well, it don't gotta be actually yours though. Yeah. That's, no, was, but it it is a you won't believe it it because it, I can't. Let me think. Can I think of something? I can't think of nothing that didn't happen. Oh, I can't. Nope. Mm, I can't say that. Okay. <laughs> can't say that one. <laughs> can't say that one. But it's funny, though. Okay. Well, mine's is a little funny, too. Okay, go so ahead. My, you won't believe this is I tore my ACL uh, in 2020, about 2019, 2020. Mm-hmm. So when I had surgery, my niece had got shot mm. and was at the same hospital. So when she got released and I got released, we had a race. So here I am with my ACL injury, and here she is, a gunshot victim. And we look like two tortoises (laughs) trying to make it to the end of the street. It was funny. (laughs) Yeah, so you won't believe that. You just imagine it. And I'm and I got my arms going mm-hmm. and I ain't going nowhere. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So uh to kind of what with that, it's not a you won't believe it. So I was hooping. I don't I don't hoop often. And so I don't have the same wind and I don't have the same knees. So I'm hooping, you know, I'm doing good. But yeah, after about um, you know, a couple games. I can't play, you know, I get a little tired. I went, I actually went upstairs and worked out. I got on the little bike and did some crunches and stuff. 
So we was talking with me, my bro, his two sons, and uh, his youngest son, Tatum, he's funny as hell. And he, like, he was joking on everybody. And he was like, yeah, that's why you can't last more than five games. And I'm like, dang, even the kids noticed that. I I need to go ahead and get back in shape because he noticed that after a few games, the brother can't play no more. Like, so it was just your win. So you just had to get your stamina back. Yeah, but no, it's the need. Like, I'm very competitive, so I'm not going to go out there and I, I can't play no defense. Mm. I can't chase nobody. Because I'm always, I usually going to guard whoever the least likely looking player or the smallest. Because mm-hmm. um, I'm very, because if it's somebody, most of the time people going to guard me, they ain't really that good. They think they that I ain't good. That's their fault. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't really got to pay attention to you or I'm going to test you to see if you really can play. And I'm going to leave you open. And if you can do something, you do something. If not, you prove me right. So, yeah, it's it's funny. So, no, we ain't going to go in the hoop. Do you hoop? I tore my ACL hooping. That's where my boys get it from. Yeah, oh. I played. My dream was to make it to the w. WNBA, but it wasn't no WNBA yeah. at that point in time. Yeah. So I was trying to speak it into existence, and then by the time that the opportunity presented itself, now I'm a mom. Yeah. You know, and it just, going yeah. back to school and doing, it, it yeah. just wouldn't have worked out. So you was hooping, hooping like oh, that? Yeah, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You can't hoop no more? No, I wouldn't. Because I tore my ACL. Can you shoot though? I wouldn't. I, I told myself that I ain't even finna play with it. I was I, down for nine months. Cause you, I'm you the, yeah, you the you competitive, so I get it. Yeah. You might just shoot, and then somebody twenty one, and you like, yeah. all right, okay, so, yeah, so dang, no. I wish you and I would have seen if you could really hoop, cause I would probably would have bust your head. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I'm, I, I talk. Mean, I'm gonna talk regardless, but okay. yeah. So, but that. I'm, yeah, well, we. I, I can't, we can't even say yeah. put your money where your And I ain't gonna say like, I'm gonna yeah, play one of your kids, cause they look like they big and tall and. Well, you I know would my play, son play for Oklahoma State. Yeah, yeah. I, I I would definitely um play him, but I ain't gonna I'm gonna talk the same way I would, but I know inside like they probably gonna beat me. But it ain't gonna be easy. Okay. That's all, right. all I'm gonna say. We're gonna get I'm let's gonna hold you to that. If we're not hey, listen, I ain't scared of nobody. Okay. All right. As soon as he you come could, back for Christmas. Okay, you could call Wardell. <laughs> Wardell Jr. <laughs> I don't care. Okay. I, I'm, that's me. I'm coming. I'm. I'm. Yeah. Okay. Let's get into. We didn't got into knowing you. You're a little funny. You some mom. We got. We got to know you. So you. You pretty busy. You're a business lady. You bought your paper. <clears throat> so, um, when did you start your own business, and what did that look like? My real first business. Yeah, cause I know, cause everybody that got a business and it's legit. Now everybody had something back okay. in the day. Okay. Everybody had something different. <laughs> I know, I know. I had a couple little things. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. All right. So, the the first one honestly was a candy store mm-hmm. that I had in the basement. Um, so I sold candy. Then I started putting drinks in the cooler mm-hmm. and going around to the reunions. So I think here y'all have it. It's Riverside. So mm-hmm. it's so I would be, you know, just the thick girl with the cooler mm-hmm. selling drinks. Because, for one, who's going to want to leave, mm-hmm. right? If I got a cooler full of drinks, mixed drinks, jello shots, um, we was putting them in the, you know, the syringes at that point in time. Mm-hmm. So I just was the drink girl. So from there, um, me and my sisters kind of, you know, start hustling. Uh, it was three of us uh, that was old enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, one was a little bigger, so she was the muscle. Uh, another one kind of 
had all the street smarts and I had the brains and kind of the connections with the guys in the streets. So we, we start rolling. So kind of whatever you needed, we had. Um, I had a cousin as well that teamed up with us. Uh, and that's kind of honestly how we start moving. And I saw the impact and the power that we had. And I'm like, y'all, we really could do something, you know. Um, and I ended up getting into some trouble and that changed my life. Because I saw the potential in my son, and I didn't want to be watching him play NBA ball from mm. a jail cell. Mm. Um, and I had a, even, it was a situation where I had got robbed by gunpoint. So it's like either I'm going to be dead or jail. So, y'all, let's let's try to figure something else out differently. And my sister was doing taxes at the time. Um, not doing them the right way. Uh, <laughs> and we decided to start a company together. And I continued and went on to school. We uh, started taking classes at uh, Liberty Tax. So we were doing that and she kind of fell off, which I get it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's journey is not the same. And she wasn't ready to transition like I was. So I got into that trouble. It kind of took all the money that I had made because it was myself and then two of my sisters. So I had to get them out too. And they didn't even have nothing to do with it, just at the wrong place at the wrong time. So I was always good with saving when I worked. So I took my son's college money that I was saving. It was in savings bonds. It was $5,000. I'll mm-hmm. never forget. And I took that 5000 after I got done with that tax course and invested it into myself. The tax course was maybe two, $300. So I had that. And I can't remember just everything happening and me talking to God like, I need something different. Like, I'm on my baby's God. They dad's already gone. So if I continue down this same path, I'm going to be right where they dad at. And everything just started falling into place. I went and talked to my stepdad. He gave me the 5000 The building opened up that I was riding by every single day. I'm like, man, this would be perfect, you know, for me to do taxes at. It was on the side of town that I was hustling at. So everybody already knew me. So now I'm doing taxes. People need the extra money. And everything just kind of started um, working out in my favor from me being able to talk to the lady. She was going to do a background check, so I was upfront with her. You know, when you run me, I'm going to have a felony, but I'm not that same person. I'm doing this for my babies. You know, I had them with me, and it was explaining to her, like, I just need a shot. I just need a chance, and she believed in me. So from there, went to Goodwill. A family dollar to get the stuff to put inside of the office space and it just kind of took off social media wasn't as much of a resource as it is now so I was really good with always marketing <clears throat> I went to IUSB for marketing and I got a lot of my ideas from there so from there it just kind of, things just started, like I said, happening and, and falling into place. It, every year wasn't a good year, but I knew that I could not go back to the streets. That just wasn't an option for me. Like, even right now to this day, that's not an option for me. <laughs> because I told God, you know, that I was done with that. And I have a daughter who is 16, and she has a, a illness, a terminal illness called juvenile rheumatoid arthritis. So I can remember traveling and talking to God and explaining to him, like, 
if I stop hustling, can you save my baby eyesight? You know, and he did that. So I couldn't never go back on my word. Before I go back to hustling, I had to figure something else out. Amazon, (laughs) Uber Eats, whatever I got to do. But that's just not an option for me anymore Um, because he didn't, he he kept his word. So I got to keep mine. So, yeah, so I probably went all the way off the top. No, I love it because people get to know the real you. Like, I think that sometimes when people get on platforms, they don't want to be vulnerable or to let people, but people need to know who you are so they can see, oh, you came from where I came from or you didn't dealt with some of the stuff I deal with. I ain't going to put my buddies who was my buddies or who the people I was with, but I used to hustle in college because my mama couldn't send me no money. And for me... I look at it, ain't only jobs that I've had that's stuck is from people I know, for me. Like, I, I I didn't work at Amazon and all that, that little temp service, but jobs where I've been at long term, if it wasn't for whoever that person was at the time, I wouldn't have had the job because people don't hire me. So it was like, psh, we had all kind of hustles. Mm-hmm. And it was like, but what I look at now is you took it as, you took it as like, uh, okay, we doing something, Let's turn it into something right. Yeah. We took it as in, let's run it out until there wasn't nothing left. Some uh, some people got in trouble. Nobody, you know, uh, got killed or anything of that. We never were particularly in those type of situations, but we definitely, some scares here and there, but it's like, I look at it like, man, we ain't, we ain't utilize our money or we didn't utilize, uh, I didn't utilize college right. Mm. Because like the network and the people you meet in college. So important. Like, the the dude the dude on um earn your leisure that does the market Mondays, I think uh, I, he, uh, uh, no, he's yeah Farad no Rashad. his name Ian 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 yeah he yeah. used to go to Bloomington and I don't know if he went I feel like I remember him but he went to school around the time I was in Bloomington because I never went to IU I just went to Ivy Tech but I was in Bloomington it's just like people like that you could have never know who you could have met up with and for me it's like man, I missed those opportunities or we had this amount of money, we could have saved it and turned it into something. Why wasn't we doing this? Because we didn't know. And you got to get in those and, right circles. You have yeah. to sit down and eat lunch with somebody who you probably normally wouldn't have a conversation with. And that college experience when I went to IUSB literally changed my outlook because everybody isn't raised the same. Yeah, Everybody's Every, it's just not the way that you think or somebody else think is totally different. Even different races. They don't, we don't all move the let me, same. Ooh, let me give you an example. So, who it's been some, it been rough. I'm thinking about how long ago this was. So, it was when I, f- I first got, I got divorced. I got evicted out of a place and I ended up getting a place. So, my goal was like, I'm going to get a car. I'm going to save up and I'm going to get a car. Uh, Cause I need it. I'm like, I need a car. I got a son. I need to be able to move around. So, um, COVID hits. I'm saving up, and we get the the money. Um, what's the what? What was they giving out? Uh, Unemployment. Uh, no, I, I didn't get no PP, no SE, no no. I no, was going to say your stimulus. Yeah, I got unemployment. Um, okay. but so I get me a car, and for some reason, I like old older cars. I got me a nice older car, Roadmaster. I called it Nipsey. So I got the car, but, you know, older cars, you got to fix them up and always take them. So before I got the car, I'm going to this church with this lady I work with, all-white church, Connection Point. 
And I get into the Dave Ramsey, I get into, I go to a workshop, I get into the Dave Ramsey program, learning about money. The dude see me coming every, I never missed, I never missed anything. So I was like, hey, you know, he was like, he do coaching. I was like, I want, you know, learn some coaching. And from me not missing and showing up and them knowing my story of what I was going through at the time and Ubering every time. So they was like, yeah, we want to do a story on you. So me and my son, we come in, kind of dressed. I don't really dress up. I think I had a sweat, my one of my sweaters on. So they interviewed me, and they was like, yeah, we got a surprise for you. They paid the rest of my lease, paid off some credit, and then they was like, let's go outside. I had a car. This the crazy thing. The car was red with tint. I'm like, red tint? That's me. I'm red. That's my car. So got the car. I was able to go home for Christmas, not catching a ride with nobody, me and my son. We, I'm going around, seeing there, he meeting family, everything. Little after the new year, because I live in the hood, I got my car got stolen. But now that I think about it, it's because it's a Kia. And you know, for the last, what, three to five years, Kias are the hit cars. But for the little young boy, I just, like, if you look at it, like in certain cities, they hit Kias because it's something about them. And the way I seen a Kia, like, looked, that's how they did my car. I was lucky to get the money, but life happened. I wasn't able to get. So I went from having two cars, because I, I still had Nipsey, mm -hmm. to having no cars, because Nipsey broke down. And I was like, I need, I can't keep throwing money into him. And it was like, wow. But I say that because it was a white guy. Somebody I never hang out with. Somebody I might not even talk to. He might not never talk to me because of church, because of God. We connected. And we still cool to this day. We still talk every so months. He checked on me, see how he can help me uh, budget and all that. He never gave me a dollar, but he helped me. He helped change my life for the time being and just changed me thinking about money. And it wasn't somebody black. And it don't have to be. And we don't have to look at it as color because, like you said, everybody raised different. Because if you look at some of the people, if you go to, I've never been to another country, but you go to another country and you see how they operate, you'd be like, oh, we operating wrong. Or, oh, we ain't even struggling over here. So it's about networking and getting around those, right? It, me and you, we networking. from from This is, came from a networking. Me being at an event, and the only person I knew was Melissa. Here I am helping Melissa. Yep, yep. <laughs> and we connected just from that. Yep. But just to not to piggyback off of what you said about going to that church, ain't that amazing how God worked? Listen. Now I got a testimony too. Something yours was phenomenal. Like it was a movie. Yes. I, I listen. I was like, nah, y'all playing. <laughs> and I'm like, no, this only happens in movies. Like I had to kind of hold it in because I ain't really want my son to see me like emotional. Like, ugly cry. Yeah. I cried later, but it was like, what the heck? Yeah. And, but it, boom. Just from getting in those, yeah. getting in, in but just, it, just circles. Stretching out and not staying, in not. The, in, in, to your, the, in your little in circle. Your circle. And yes. Yes. To, you got to, yes. and, and we not talking about your intermediate. It's like, when you come from the hood yes. you come from around the way we stuck are you from a small town you stuck in those ways it's more to life than that oh my god it's more to life than that yes. like just the groups that i got on and i'm not gonna go along because i want to hear what you your testimony but the groups that you get on and the online groups like these people will support you like they yo like they do day one since you've been a little kid and it's like wow because there's really people out there like that yes. the people that's gonna support you the most is strangers yeah. 
Go ahead and tell you. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So I when I um moved here, I went to try to find a church home. I was going out east, going out west, and it just it was too far. Mm-hmm. I'm a homebody. I don't like to. That's just me. I think since COVID, I like being at home. I figured out it's cheaper at home, so I like to be at home. (laughs) (laughs) So I had a church that was right down the street. Now, predominantly white church. Mm -hmm. But I said, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and try it out. It's Mm -hmm. called The Creek. Went there. This I, I started going after the singing, but I liked the church. I got the <laughs> message. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh-wee, I'm sorry, because that's me. Ooh, that, mm, go ahead. <laughs> I ain't going to go there, okay. but go ahead. <laughs> so <laughs> they start teaching a class called Money Wise. Mm-hmm. Now, it wasn't through Dave, Dave Ramsey, but it's just, it was a class. So I said, you know what? I'm going to start going to this class. Just to get my mojo back, I was depressed. I was down and out. My trucking company had um, kind of failed. So I was waiting on money for my 401k to get it back started. And I started going to these classes. So they saw that I knew a little bit more than what I was saying. Um, but again, I'm just trying to get my mojo back. Went to the class. Like I said, it's called Money Wise. Once I completed the class, they paid my rent for two months. I had talk to people about my trucking company going down but it's just like you said getting in those different groups getting in those different environments and and it is people out here that will bless you and they don't even look like us no and it's like they was cool with paying my rent off i'm like oh okay cool and they was like yeah how they was like bring in your credit and all that and i really don't have i didn't have a whole lot of stuff going on on there and I was like, wow. And then for them to a car, and it's the thing they got, they uh what it was, I think it was they was getting my son some gifts. Cause I was like, you know, his mama gonna get him stuff and my mama gonna get him stuff. So he's straight. But it was like, I ain't really think I'm like, bro, I'm in a I'm hurting right now. Mm-hmm. And they were like, okay, put on a list. I'm thinking that's all I'm gonna get to get a car. I'm like They saw a need. And they I'm talking about nice, like, man, but I didn't have that energy i'm stunting like because you know us when we get something new i show i I definitely showed it but i wasn't like going places like oh look at me no it's like shoot i'm going wherever i want i usually stay at home though because like you said going outside is oh lord yeah especially depending upon you got to know money and and that's why i'm so big on teaching financial literacy because if you don't know what it costs to be you, but you out every weekend spending X amount of dollars on, you know, drinks and food and all of that stuff, that's taken away from the end goal. Mm-hmm. We can't do that. So just like you were saying <clears throat> about having to, you know, find extra hustles and stuff like that when you was in college, I made sure that my son didn't have to do that. I worked so that way he didn't even have to expose himself to that. <clears throat> Excuse me, because when it's in you, it's in you. Yeah. It was already in me. It was already in his dad. So I don't even want that yeah, to come out. Yeah, you don't even want it. I you want you. it to. You want him to see it to be able to do it the right way. Yes. Ooh, that's fun. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, the right <laughs> way. But because I think kids, our kids get caught up in society. It's like our our from probably not your oldest, but the ones under all the way to my son. They listen. They one of their favorite rappers is NBA YoungBoy. Wait a minute, sir. You know we not what? And it's like all the change. And it's like Auto yeah. Change. And it's 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 funny and it's not funny. But my son he curse sometimes. And it's like it's not that big of a deal. 
because he's not doing it in a disrespectful way. He's doing it on the court. It's like, bro, he played basketball. Don't tell me when you played basketball, you weren't cursing. Or you weren't doing this. Or people would look at it like, why would you? You let them be a, a human. You let them be themselves and you correct them when they wrong in a certain way. It's like, I never use, I never like rules to a certain degree or certain traditional rules. Why I can't wear my hat in the church? Why I can't do this? Why why I can't do that? And I'm not going to, I'm going to let my son be him to a certain degree because I don't want him to think he has to be somebody else to fit in because that's how they make it seem. Or, oh, it's like Michael Irvin, his son rapping about in the streets. Bro, you, he was like, bro, you, I, I raised you in a gated community. What the hell are you doing? And that's what we're doing for our kids. Like, okay, you're going to see a little of our ghetto-ness, or we might take you back to where we from, but I don't want you to have to go through none of that mm -hmm. in the way that I did or if or anywhere close to that. So it's like you make sure what I want you to go into is to find that, like, give us <clears throat> some, give us some, like, some knowledge, some get. Put put your foot on her neck when it comes to because you just was because it's quicker to go hang out with your friends and go smoke, go drink, go to a party. Hey, let's let's meet up for some coffee and talk about business. Oh well, I got oh, wait a minute, but we can mm -hmm. oh we can do all wait that. we can do all the other mm -hmm. stuff, but we can't because if we and we talking about us melanins got together like we do for the negative and for the stuff that we don't really need. Cause if we really think about it, you can go party on a, a, a Island. You can go party in another country. If you come together and stop partying for a year mm -hmm. and put your, put your money together and do stuff like that. And that's the crazy thing. You meet some strangers and within a couple months, your income change, but you then the people that get you around, dang, you acting funny. No, nigga, I've been broke with you. We ain't made it. We ain't done nothing. <laughs> now I know something. Come on with us. No, I don't mess with them. Yeah. Oh, okay. You don't mess with these these dollars either. And I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about in general how we think about. It's like, yeah, what, what what you own? Because they look like that. Or it could be like this. I'm gonna, And then I'm going to let you go. We be like, oh, I ain't going to be cool with you because my friend ain't cool with you. And you don't even know that person is the, the person that's going to open the door for, to change your life. Mm -hmm. But because your friend bitter over some a dude or or a chick or, or some petty stuff, you ain't cool with him and you'd have missed out. That's your fault. Yeah, it happens all the time. Yeah. It happens all the time. But definitely have to, you got to network. And just like you said, you got to get in a room with other people. When I met Melissa, we met for brunch. We literally went out the country together less than 30 days. I never knew her before I met her that day. <clears throat> but you got to, you you, you have to. You have to. And now that's a good resource person for me that I've met since I've been here. But had I had that mindset, like you saying, well, I don't know her. Or I don't want to do nothing. Or, you know, it's my day ones. I wouldn't have got that experience to be able to go to Tulum. And it was a wonderful experience. Myself, her, and Brianna. I think Brianna came after I ended up leaving. So now we got this sisterhood to where we there to help each other. And it's no, it's, it's no, it's no jealousy. It's no competition. We all try to help each other. But had we not had that experience to just meet each other, we wouldn't have got to where we are today. So that's so important. Yeah, yeah, it 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 is. And I think we limit ourselves mm -hmm. because of where we grew up. Because, oh, I got to be this certain way. I, I grew up in an all-white neighborhood. 
it wasn't no rich neighborhood. It was middle. So it was middle class, low middle class, middle class, and it was some high upper middle class. All in the same little area. But then you go like to another like neighborhood. That was the, where the where the money was at. But it was mainly so I'm like I know some white people that's generally themselves and cool as shit. Some of my closest friends was just some my homies in the neighborhood because I that, they was who I grew up with. I couldn't go far until I realized I could and my mom wouldn't catch me unless I did dumb stuff. But it's like now in the world, we're going to deal with racism. We're going to deal with dickheads that are cops and all this different stuff that we deal with as black people. But it's like, it's going to happen regardless. It don't matter if you're a millionaire, billionaire. You get put over by the police. They don't care how much money you got. So it's like you still going to deal with those problems that we deal with. But maybe let's see what that person heart like. Let's not look at their color. Let's look at what they heart like. Because a lot of people are genuinely good people. Like the dude, he give me a ride. He's like, bro, if I'm going out that way, you ain't got to ask me. Just get in the car. It's like people like that. I ain't, I'm going that way anyway. You good. You you got a ride. And it's people like that. Like when I had a whip, I was I'll give somebody a ride because I remember the days that people gave me a ride. And now I don't want no gas. It's cool. Now if I need it, I might, hey, you got a couple bucks, add on what I got. But it's just, you just, you just do it. You just do it because there's general, that's one thing though that's good somewhat about people from around the way. Back in the day, I wouldn't say now. We looked out for each other. Mm-hmm. If I remember, I remember cold winter. I'm from, you from South Bend, so you know the wind. You know how cold does it get, <laughs> and it wasn't no uh, all these missing school day. We didn't miss no damn school. We had to walk. Do the, 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 I sound? No, we yeah. sound up to the thigh, like. Yeah. But uh, we so happened to have a two hour delay, and my school literally around the corner. My mom must have went to work. I'm in elementary school. I was, I was probably fourth or fifth grade. I go back home. Ain't nobody there. I'm what, what I'm supposed to do. The lady across the old lady, Miss Kaka. Come on, baby. Come on in here. Call my mom. I got him. He good. He can go back to school. And I was straight. She fed me some food. We watched some old people shows and I was good. And it's then it wasn't no color, but I do see color because I've been in situations where racism has got me but it's like you still gotta try because we i mean we can stick together all we want but are we gonna get anywhere mm. are we gonna get anywhere we not we we not we and, and we we will if we look outside of hey maybe we need it's it, oh you know basketball if you got a good basketball team and you mainly black you know you need at least one good white boy on your team <laughs> You know you need one, so why wouldn't you need it financially? Why wouldn't you need it in your business? Why wouldn't you need around you a different person that don't look like y'all? Because mm-hmm. they bring something different. Yes. People you don't. Preaching. You preaching. Come people on. don't. People don't get that. And not. And when you really think about it, in basketball, I promise every team, if you all black, you got at least one. So go get you somebody when it comes to working with them. Now I deal with. <clears throat> Same color people working in the schools, and it's different. So I feel the negative side of it too, and it's like, hmm, I don't even want to be around. They invited, they, they had the nerve to invite me to invite us, invite me to a party. I said they don't like me Monday through Friday. Why would I go? Yeah, I know my free time. 
on my free time. The energy is not there. Like, if the energy in, why would, like, I'm not fake. I, I told him I'm me all day, every day. You're going to catch the same. Now, different moods depending on my mood or if I ate, but I'm me. <laughs> Like, you should be yourself all the time. There shouldn't, like, I don't get as a teacher, why wouldn't you be yourself? Show the kids you're human. Mm-hmm. So, you got on this green. I like your, I like your Tim's. I remember back in the day, Tim's was two for 50 when they had the color at the light outlet mall. Mm, you can get you some, ooh, nowadays, Tim's is a car payment cell phone bill. It's about, yeah. It's about. I used to work at the shoe store, but I like those. You. Your feet small, so I ain't yeah. going to ask you your size because I can't fit them. I think they're seven and kids. I don't even remember when I wore a seven and kids. Oh, okay. I don't got a big foot, but I really don't remember, like, as a kid, like, where did the jump go? I just remember I started wearing a men's shoe. But you got your green, your black on, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. your just, just way. Can you tell us about just way? Right way. Right way. I, I don't know, Jay. <laughs> it's all right. I got your back. Yeah, you got okay. you you Because cause just way, I don't know. Is that a thing? Is I don't know. Just way. Right way. That's right way. I was the wrong way, so she had to direct me to the right way. So direct us to the right way. Tell us a little bit about your business, what you do, and how you can help folks. Okay. So I consider myself a serial mompreneur. Mm. And the reason why is because I have multiple businesses and multiple children that I tend to on a daily basis. So that's what a mompreneur is. I started right way to go tax service 12 years ago when I was trying to transition out of the streets. I started Right Way to Go Dispatching Logistics in 2018 when I moved to Indianapolis. From there, I started Right Way to Go Financial Consulting Firm, and that's where I house my mentorship and my coaching program where I teach other moms how to strategize to leave their nine-to-fives to really chase their dreams. So lastly, I have a T-shirt brand called Girl Gang Apparel. I started that with my daughter, and what we do is come up with different phrases to help mental health, mental health students or people going through different things to be able to express themselves. So I always wanted four businesses because I have four children. So that way, if something was to ever happen to me, each child had a business. So mm. financial literacy is literally uh, embedded in me. I prepare taxes, so I'm a tax preparer, but that's not my passion. I'm passionate about educating others on how to maximize um, their money and just build generational wealth. Stocks, investments, just like you said about us all getting together and going out on the weekends. Why can't we say for a year, hey, when we get our tax money, we're going to put X amount of dollars in the pot and let's go buy um, real estate. Mm -hmm. You get a house, you get a house, you get a house, you get a house. And then we just keep rotating that money till everybody get a house. By then... Hopefully, everybody can be able to venture off and get their own. And this is just real estate investments. But it's teaching you along the way about closing, about, you know, what's the responsibility of your realtor, a lot of things that we don't know. I'm really big on budgeting. I'm really big on making people understand what does it cost to be you? And when I ask that question, a lot of people don't know. And the reason how you come up with that formula is by sitting down and adding up everything that you spend every month. So car note, car insurance, food, hair, nails. Uh, me and my son love crumble cookie. So we got crumble cookie in the in the budget. You could have brought, brought some. Man, he just went to. This mm. week they got um, buttermilk pancake. They mm. got cheesecake. They got purple sugar cookie. You want me to stop? 
Mm-hmm. I'm hungry. Yeah, finish what yeah. you were saying. So understanding what it costs to be you, and I and I teach my students don't neglect yourself. Don't take those things out because that's something that you look forward to. So that's me and my son's way of bonding. So now that he drives on his own to get his haircut, I don't have to go. But that was our time. Hey, anything you want to talk to mom about? Anything going on at school? Different things like that. But now when he text me and ask me what kind of cookie I want that's my way to also be able to communicate with him Mm -hmm. so we keep those things in there like I said before I love Starbucks I'm I'm I work so I feel like I deserve Starbucks now do I deserve it every single day it's probably not in the budget but I'm not going to deprive myself of that (laughs) (laughs) you know because when you work and you don't want to be like man I'm going to this job I hate it I can never treat myself so once you understand what that number is what it costs to be you then if you got some debt or something going on, then we can start attacking that because we know what our budget is. Mm-hmm. You know, we know that, okay, if, say, for instance, you need to bring in $5,000, you know that your job is only bringing in $3,500. Guess what you got to do? Either A, get a different job, or you got to supplement your income. So whether we doing Uber Eats, whether we doing Amazon Flex on the weekends, um, whether we going in grocery shopping, Instacart, there's other ways that we can supplement that income. So that's that's what I am passionate about teaching people how to do. So I do, like I said, have a mentorship where I teach people how to start their own tax uh, businesses as well. But my main thing is teaching moms like how to be organized, how to be on time, how to budget, how to be disciplined, you know, saying affirmations, realizing that when you speak something, you, you speak it into existence, you know. So if it's something going on with your child that, it's just, it's overwhelming. Right now probably ain't the time for you to talk to that child. Mm-hmm. You need to get yourself together, get your emotions together. So that way when you come back and speak to that child, you articulating it the right way. So financial literacy is is my passion, helping people understand um, and, and doing it in different techniques, different ways, because everybody doesn't learn the same way. Mm-hmm. So I might be able to tell somebody, hey, read this book, come back, answer these questions, you're good. Somebody else might need visuals. Yeah, they I might need... Mm-hmm. And, and that's okay. So what I've done is learn to work with people during our onboarding. Then if you are a visual person, guess what? We're going to be doing a lot of our Zooms where I'm in front of a whiteboard and I'm explaining it to you. I'm showing you. It's some people who need to touch certain things. So if I'm showing you about budgeting, I might set up a little store in your house. Okay, the Gatorades is this much. You know, the, the laundry soap is this much. If you got this much, then what is it that you can get, you know, maybe go down and I get the big one. So different ways and strategies to make you understand how to make that money work, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, I'm really big on educating our kids. They need to know money. They Mm -hmm. need to know about credit. They need to know about budgeting. They need to know about savings. It's so important. They need to know about stocks. They need to know about these things because if we not teaching them, then how they going to know? Now, there are a lot of resources and things like that, thank God, now on the Internet. But when I was coming up, that information wasn't readily available to you. And if you didn't know nobody that kind of already had made it, then you wasn't going to know. So um, that's kind of the spiel of what I do within Right Way to Go. The logistics was just because at that point in time, I thought the boys was going to want to get into trucking and nobody has no desire to get into (laughs) trucking whatsoever. (laughs) So um, my thought process, because I always try to think into the future was, all right, cool. If we got this truck, then when my son start playing basketball, we can just get loads to the different cities and make it make sense. 
but I never went past uh, just a, a car hauler. I, my dreams was to have a, a truck and trailer, I mean, a, a trailer and a semi, um, but I'm not the actual driver. So yeah. I had to understand that what my vision is that I see might not be that person that I'm doing business with vision. Yeah. So I, and I'm not in the truck, so I can't make nobody do that. You know, so I got to be open-minded to that other person that you employing. So, yeah, so right way to go tax service, but I'm very passionate about public speaking and teaching people about money. I love what you said at the beginning. You got folk, you got the business for each kid. I did, my son, uh, I came up with a clothing, the clothing line, uh, and I named it after him, and I wanted him to have something, and I got to build it back up because I don't want it to go away, and I want him to... Cause he nine now, he about to, you know, he in the fact he wanted, he probably one of the freshest people I know, not even just kids, just people, cause he get it from me. But anyway, <laughs> uh, I want him to be able to. That could be something that he really, even if he plays sports or whatever he do, he's always into fat. It don't matter what else he doing. So that could be that's gonna be something that he can take on and have his own thing, and not have to worry or maybe not even have to work, you know, for somebody else. Cause like you said, you want to set your kids up, cause our parents could only tell us so much <clears throat> and every parent and every household was different. So whatever resources your parents had, that's all they could show you. And that's just how, you know, it ended up. So <clears throat> I got a few more. Got, we went, we was get having good conversations. <laughs> so we're going towards the end of this, but you're a serial mom. That sounds crazy when you say serial. It sounds like killer. Oh, wow. <laughs> she be killing the game, though. She definitely killing it. So before I get into tips and the ending towards, what does a typical day look like for you? Typical day. Mm-hmm. Day normally starts at about 5. My body just wake up at 5. Try to get my long time in with God at that point in time. Make sure that I have my posts scheduled out. <sighs> Hit and miss with the gym, it kind of depends on where I am mentally. Because if you just not motivated to go, I'm just not going to go. <laughs> I know I should, you know, um, and I think we are some. But she said her fun fact was she go to the gym. Yeah. I'm just going to say that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I do enjoy going, you know, but sometimes I just have those days where I just don't mentally I just I'm it's not there Mm. you know so I always make sure I tell my kids like it's okay to not be okay take that day Mm. and get yourself okay Mm -hmm. because every day is not gonna be a good day so if it was a typical day um and we got out and we got to the gym we wanted to be we want to be to the gym by at least 637 Mm -hmm. at least 637 get it done early in the morning that way you don't have to worry about it I normally uh shower Get my coffee, and my day normally starts at about 9.30. That's when I'm meeting with my assistant. She's giving me my calendar or my schedule for the day, letting me know where I'm supposed to be at, what meetings I have. And then from there, I'm pop, probably on Zoom. I stop my Zooms at 2 because if I start at 10, that's more than enough work hours for me. Mm-hmm. By then, I'm burnt out. Mm-hmm. So you got to know when to stop before you burnt out. So at 2, lunch, probably doing emails, uh, checking on the kids, Really big on making sure I keep in communication with them. And then at 5, I talk to my assistant again. We kind of go a recap of what the day was, talk about sales, talk about what I got to do tomorrow. And then normally it is it ends at about 6, 
So if I didn't put nothing in the crock pot earlier that day, it's time to figure out what dinner is. But I'm really good on putting stuff in the crock pot before I go to the gym because then I don't have to worry about dinner. I like for dinner to be done when they get home from school. Because as we know, when we was growing up, nine times out of ten, you're going to get a snack or you're going to eat then and then you're going to eat again later. Mm -hmm. So I'm really big on when I am in town making sure that my kids have a home-cooked meal. As you know, I travel a lot. <clears throat> so if I'm not... Here, I'm working in my office in South Bend. I try to be there by 8, and then my meetings typically run all day since I'm only there one day. Um, so that's my full day. And then after that, I go to the Airbnb and crash. I'm definitely not a gym person. <clears throat> definitely not. Um, I've never been. I've never been a gym. I've always... Now, I've worked out. I Hooping was kind of my workout but i remember i ran a little bit but i don't really i'm not i don't get excited and it's okay but so i got what is it what is it that you like to do what that's active mm -hmm. <laughs> uh hoop but i don't like to hoop like that no i don't want to i don't want to be like one of them dudes still hooping just because i like i just want to do it like i when i go i go for the cardio i I do want to win the games, but I kind of go for the cardio. So I would say that, but when your leg, when you, when your knees ain't all right, you don't want to go consistently because you don't want to hear no, mm -hmm. I ain't trying to be mm -hmm. ACL torn. My dad, yep. he, he tore his like a few winters ago, and I just, no, nah, I don't want to do that. So I would say, I but I like, so they switched up how we do recess. I usually do recess. So working at a school, I kind of get cardio in. Cause I'm I'm one of them teachers. I'm one of them people. I'm out there with the kids. We playing soccer, playing football, whatever y'all doing, I'm doing. Cause I I just want to be out there. But they switched it, so I got recess. So that kind of took away from my little thirty minute cardio. So I don't know what I'm gonna do. I think when I move into my spot, I think you got a, a gym there. So I might treadmill it a little bit. Okay. I don't know. It's just not me. It's, not me. <laughs> it's just not. I I know as I'm getting closer <clears throat> to forty. Four zero. I'm getting a little closer. Now, nobody asked you to like keep. No, no, whoa, not that <laughs> soon. <laughs> you, you singing like it's it's coming up the street. Now I got a few years, <clears throat> but I don't. I always. I just want to be able to still be competitive against my son because I, I just I can't. I talk too much shit for him to be able to beat me early. Like he gonna get some games, but nah, bro, you you nah, just to flat out where you beat me, where I ain't doing nothing, it's gonna take you a while. So that's my motivation, but I really, I don't know, I gotta do something. Okay, we're gonna figure it out. I'm gonna hold and it to that. I, I eat my eating is wrong. I'm I'm single dad. I would say I'm single dad, and I cook when when I cook. We don't cook. We don't cook. We go out. So how does that affect your budget? Yeah, I was wondering. You said you only help moms. I need. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got you. you. Got, yeah, cause yeah. my my but my yeah, I don't I don't grocery shop. Well, yeah, yeah, I don't. Mm -mm. Yeah. So that eating out budget, just think, that's what about mm. fifteen twenty dollars a day? Mm -mm. No, ten. Nope. You doing the five for five? Work at a school. I'm gonna eat breakfast and lunch. Okay. Okay. Uh, School lunch ain't the same. Do you remember when we was in school? Do you remember the homemade pig in the blanket? Yeah. Listen, that's, I, you know where I, you know, no, listen, my dad's, now shout out to them about 
the pigs in the blanket. That's where I got it from. I'm like, what the hell is this? This is fire. Like, I got it over. Shout out to Ron and Terry. Yes, I remember pigs in the blanket. Then it came out, and I'm like, oh, I've been had that. I don't know what y'all on. Yeah, that. Mm. What Ooh. about the mashed potatoes? Oh, see, little- yeah. See, the school school was that now in certain places. Now, I worked at this place. I was a preschool teacher, and I listened. The breakfast the teachers got was different. Grits, eggs, real bacon. Like, she... Like she get it get you together. I so working at a school throughout the day, I'm gonna eat. Okay. Um, sometimes I'm not as hungry at night, and I think that helps me. Like I'm I don't pig out like people think I do, even though I am fat. I don't eat like that sometimes. Like I now I'm starving and I low-key smell food. I think I think it's food. I don't know if it was just me or if I'm hungry, but I thought I smelled food. You was talking a while ago and you said your stomach was rattling. I wouldn't think I was listening, but I was smelling food. But anyways, um, let's because yeah, we my stomach started talking again. So, um, before I get into the last little run, what is something listeners wouldn't know about your job or your life? Something listeners wouldn't know about my job or my life. Mm-hmm. Mm. We a little nosy. Yeah, these questions. Yeah, yeah these questions. Yeah, you did show you you did show us with those. Yeah, I know. Dang. Yeah, and it don't gotta be nothing crazy. It could just be maybe with a job. It could be something people only think because you d- don't happen because well, yeah. I, nope, I'm gonna let you answer. I ain't even gonna. I was gonna help you out. I was about. Yep, I ain't gonna no, help you out. No, nah. you kind of like you kind of said it before. Like you. uh how you move and what you got to do, like about traveling and stuff, and okay, and uh, having to go to another city and, and okay. spending time. Well, like, I guess so, I will say, I try to utilize a lot of my perks with my um credit cards mm-hmm. when I'm traveling. Uh, definitely getting I, I, I don't like using cash, I don't carry cash, I would rather use a credit card that I can get reward points from, mm-hmm. cash back, different things like that. So I can use it for my gas. I can use it for discounts at hotels. Uh, I can use it for um, flight benefits, different things like that, um, points that I can redeem. I will say that one of the things that people probably don't know is about being an entrepreneur. We have so many benefits that we could use if we build our business credit the right way. That's what I'm trying to figure out. The reason why I say that is because you can purchase real estate under your business. You can purchase vehicles under your business. I just purchased a vehicle under my business name. Um, I am the guarantor, but it is the asset of my business. So now what did I do 24 hours later? Put it on Toro so that way it can pay for itself. Was that was that good enough? Yeah, that was that was good. See, I, I gave you an assist. You did. You hit a you slam dunk. Cause some people don't realize that. Cause some people be thinking, uh, Willie was on here. Willie Dynamite was on here, and he was talking about that, like using credit and different stuff like that. People don't realize that they be thinking, oh, they got all this money. No, 
It's free. Mm-hmm. It's, there's something you don't know about. You could be doing it too. Yep. So <clears throat> it's a little simpler, a little simpler question okay. since he was a little struggling. Uh, three tips on finances three that when people hear this, because I and I've had a lot of people recently finance, real estate, kind of similar people, but everybody's answers have been different. So three tips help people out, not just moms, dads out here, it's people, other people out here besides moms. That's my niche, though. That's I know, I know. I can relate to them. There's moms here. There's more women that listen on my show. Thank you, women. Yes, we women. Y'all know I'm job. single too. Yeah. My son needs a step stepmom. Just saying. <laughs> <clears throat> so I, my first tip would be making sure that you have a budget and you understand budgeting, knowing what it costs to be you. That is so important, mm. whether in just in life in general, you need to know what that budget is. You need to know what it costs to be you. I would say filling out a budget sheet every month would help you with understanding that. I still do it right now to this day. I know there's a lot of apps. But I'm still black and white on my whiteboard. First, I'm writing it down on a piece of paper. From there, I'm putting it on my whiteboard so that way I can see it every day. So that will be one financial tip. Secondly, fix your credit. Monitor your credit. I look at my credit every single day. I look at my credit every day. I look at my bank account every day. That it's, it's so important to understand credit. If you can't fix it, hire somebody that is going to teach you how not to get in that situation again. Mm. I don't like, this is just me, my personal opinion, people that just fix it and don't explain it to you. Mm-hmm. When I do my discovery calls and I have them pull up their their credit report, if I can't help them right then and there, I'm going to give them the tip, tips and the tools and, and the resources for them to go ahead and start doing it on their own right then and there. Mm-hmm. It's it's not about the money to me. It's about the impact, making sure that they understand. So that would be the second thing. Make sure that you understand your credit. You check in your credit report for sure. Lastly, I would say as an entrepreneur, make sure that you understand how you can leverage your business credit. I was able to purchase a real estate property all off business credit. I went to these banks, got the credit cards, got the lines of credit, liquidated it, and then was able to start purchasing real estate. So understand your business credit, understand your personal credit, and understanding budgeting. Those would be my three. I love it. I love it. Yep. Yeah, and yeah, we gotta talk because I need, talk. I need, help. Go eat. yeah, I need help on all that. So, um, because I seen somebody, I think somebody that man be somebody that was at the door. But anyway, we are gonna wrap it up real quick. Um, tell people how they can reach you, and then give us a quote. Man, you is on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so you can reach me on Facebook at Javana Wright. You can reach me on IG at Mompreneur underscore Miss Indiana. And my quote, wow, I do affirmations more than I do quotes. Whatever you float your boat. <laughs> you got to give something, some type of little motivation or something. That's how we end the show. Dang, okay. you can't switch it up. You I, got I got something. you. I got you. Mm-hmm. I got you. I got you. Just always make sure that you're doing right by people. I'm the underdog with the heroic card. I'm Eric Jones Jr. I have to keep pushing for my kids. If I give up, What's that leave them with? 
nothing. I have to understand that it's bigger than me. That it's not about me when I wake up and go to work. It's not about me when I'm reading and educate myself. It's not about me when I'm practicing my speeches. It's not about me. It's about my family.